Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Griefcast with me, Carrie Adloyd. How do we grieve for someone? How does it change and evolve as we get older? My dad died when I was 15 and it took me many, many years to be able to express what I had gone through. So I decided to create Griefcast, a chance to talk, share and laugh about the weirdness of grief and death. But with comedians, so it's not that depressing, I promise. Each time I talk to a different comedian about their own personal experience of grief as we remember someone that they have lost along the way. Whether it was a long time ago or you've just joined the club, this is a chance to talk about the peculiar human process of death. Welcome to Griefcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey Greasers, I hope you're having an okay week. Bit of an announcement today, the show is going to be taking a summer break from next week. I'm going to be having a brief rest from all things grief, um, to go to the seaside basically, that's what I'm doing. Uh, But do not worry, we will be back on September the 5th, um, just in time to go back to grief school, with more amazing guests and incredible stories of grief and death to get you through the autumn term. So with that in mind, it might be a good idea to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and it just neatly appears in your podcast app. And I will still be on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at The Griefcast. If you're feeling the need to chat to some fellow griefsters, we're always here. Also, you can still book tickets for our live show on September the 15th at King's Place in London. It's part of the London Podcast Festival. I'll be joined by No Such Things as Fishes, Andrew Hunter-Murray, Throwing Shades, Erin Gibson, and the final guest, stand-up and star of his own BBC3 sitcom, Dane Baptiste. Head to the King's Place website for more information. This week's guest is writer and producer Robert Popper. Robert is a stone-cold comedy legend, having created Robin Cooper and the Time Waster Letters, Look Around You with Peter Serafinowicz, and of course the award-winning Channel 4 series Friday Night Dinner. Robert came in to talk to me about his grandma. Welcome to Griefcast. I'm here today with writer and producer Robert Popper. Hello. Hello. Um, Robert, you were just I just wanted to to stop you because you just mm. started telling me about how you came up with Friday Night Dinner and I got so excited I was like no I want to record that bit oh okay so you um, said you were just hello. sat in the bar yes I was I I'm was going in, straight into the no, hard questions no it's great <laughs> it, I, was, I was randomly I was well not randomly because I, I had a bath I was in the bath <laughs> what a random thing to do it was wasn't it and um, bath of water <laughs> and uh, random water unusual yeah hot mm. and we cold and then I don't know why I suddenly sat up and I thought Friday night dinner. I, I, I don't think I'd be... I've sort of been thinking, like, I'd love to write something new, but I didn't know what. And sort of the sound of the show was in my head, like how people talk. Oh, wow. And I knew... And we, I knew sort of, you know, my family, the way we sort of talked, and my friends growing up yeah. in northwest London, and it was quite fast and sort of argumentative. Yeah, yeah. And annoying. And I, how do I capture that that yeah. feels real? And it just suddenly Friday night dinner, because uh, I, I used to go home to my parents on Fridays, my brother, and like also a Sunday lunch. We, you know, we're Jewish, we're not religious, and we would just eat. <laughs> and it would be, you know, the same. You know, you get there. I could just see it as a show suddenly. Yeah, the Boys yeah. arrive, and they go home, and things yeah. happen. And, and yeah. And but that's I, why it's such a good show, I think, because so, there is a simplicity to it, which is really you. nice that you don't... I think sometimes with modern comedy, maybe that's not fair, but sometimes it's like, so they're, they're in an airplane, but there's a thing, and they got it, and you're like, whoa, God, there's so much for me to think about. Yeah, and well, I'm, it is quite simple. It is really simple, I suppose. I mean, also behind it was, I suppose, the more I thought about it, maybe when you look back at it, I kind of thought it, it was a show about something apart from just as a family it's yeah. a show about regressing that everyone had that had a sort of u- universality i think yeah where everyone no matter what age when you go home you sort of become 12 again yeah, what yeah. we did and so it was kind of that really and then i phoned caroline leddy who was head of channel 4 comedy 
Um, and she had said to me, oh, oh, you're always talking about your funny grandma yeah. and your parents and your brother and the stuff you get up to together and your friends. Have you ever come up with an idea? I'd love to commission a script, you know, providing it's the right idea. And I was so excited, I phoned her. It was quite late. <laughs> an, an evening bath. Evening bath, yeah. yeah. Uh, luxury. And I phoned her and I said, hey, Caroline, hey, um, I'm in the bath. Um, do you, uh, you remember you said if I come up with an idea, you'd commission a script? She said, sure. I said, well, I th- I'm going to say the title is three words and I reckon you'll say script commission. She said, all right. Fine. <laughs> so I go, really so cocky. Confident. I go, I just thought this was it. I, had to, I, I said Friday night dinner. She went, commission. I was like, oh. Wow. I mean, then it took two years to actually happen you know two years isn't bad these days though is it yeah maybe not but yeah that was how it happened in the bath weird no I think we were just talking about good ideas aren't we because you were very kindly saying Griefcast was a good idea and you had that just just I was walking along the street yeah Mm. and I kept thinking I think I was thinking about death which I do a lot right and then I was thinking about a chat I'd had with someone I think it was a friend whose dad had died very suddenly. And I was remembering this really good chat we had. And I thought, and I, I was thinking, it's a shame we didn't record that. Because it was a really good chat. And I thought, God, we really got into like life and everything. And then I thought, oh, I wonder if like you could record them. And then I wonder if anyone else would want to hear them. If I'm mad and they think they... Unfortunately, I couldn't ring Caroline Ledy and no, say, no, no, commission. No, no. You didn't need to. You commissioned it yourself. <laughs> I, can, I am the commissioner. <laughs> and it won all those awards. That's hey. how it works in podcasting. Yeah, it's That's true. the good thing. That's why I have a series. It's great. It didn't work so well in telly. I couldn't ring really Oh, well. I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Um, so the show is obviously massively about your family, but who are we remembering today from your family? We are remembering my grandma. Wow, I got all emotional then. Yeah, because I've been thinking about it a lot yeah. to do this. Wow. That's all right. It's the place to do it. What was and her my name? My voice went all funny. My grandma. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good ringtone. My grandma. What was her proper, like her, her official name? Well, she, first of all, she died 2002. Right. 92. Her, well, it's funny because she's, first of all, the funniest person I sort of ever met. Yeah. And, uh, I'll tell you, because she never really... I don't think she even knew her proper name, which was... But in a funny way. Right, OK. Because she was born in a village called Kolomia in um, East Europe, in um, which is now the Ukraine. Oh, OK, so she was Ukrainian originally. Well, actually, it's Austria-Hungarian Empire, <clears throat> and now it's part of the Ukraine. Oh, so okay. then it was then. So she wouldn't have considered herself Ukrainian. She said she was Viennese from oh, Vienna, wow. which was nonsense, because <laughs> it was just... She was born in, like... A shtetl, which is like a Jewish little village. Right. And the poorest of the poor. So she left. She was she was she had about eight seven or eight brothers and sisters. Wow. They were incredibly poor. I think she knew she wanted to be something else. Yeah. And she didn't want that life. And she very young went to Germany in like the thirties, good time to go. Choose your moments. <laughs> Best time. Yeah. I went to Heidelberg, which is on oh, the Rhine, wow. which is beautiful. Yeah. I've and been there. to to live with her cousin, I think, her uncle who had four boys. I've seen a photo who ran a shoe shop. And then she moved to Stuttgart, where she met her husband, who was a, my grandfather, who died when I was two. I didn't know him. He was from uh, Romania. Right. And they got married and lived in Stuttgart. And um, and and basically got the last train out. So they were. They, was she there before the war started? But her name. Yeah. I'm going to do the oh, name sorry, first. Sorry, sorry, do the name, sorry. First of all, she had a really funny voice. Okay. And I can do her voice... I've even got her on my phone, actually. Oh, my God. I, I can do her voice. So her voice, I mean, Go I could phone my mum up and do the voice. and she. I, I, sometimes to freak my grammar out in the middle of conversation, <laughs> I would do her voice back to her just to see her face, her brain go, huh? What? <laughs> so she go, hello, Robbie. So nice to see you. 
Did you watch the television? It's so interesting. That's how she spoke. Have some vegetables. <laughs> so that's how she So her name was Maria. Maria. Um, which I always thought was a weird name for a Jewish woman because it's the most Catholic name <laughs> in the world. So, so sometimes we said, so your name is Maria, Grandma, yeah? And she would say, yes, Maria. I'm so Maria or Maria. Yeah. And she'd say, I remember we had this conversation, the whole family listened to us. She went, Marianne. Oh, is it Marianne? She went, no, Miriam. <laughs> Miriam? Is your name Miriam then? And she paused and went, I don't know. <laughs> so it was just... Oh, my God. Yeah, so it was weird. Like, she wow. sort of was just funny like that. She yeah. was just a funny person. So everyone called her Maria, but then it was Maria and Marianne, and then occasionally she said it was Miriam. So it's just quite confusing. And Miriam's a much more Jewish name, mm, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Right, but yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, who, I, okay. So, so she got the last... They got basically... He was Romanian. She was... I don't know if she became German. I suppose she did. Yeah, so they weren't forced to wear the star. She wouldn't talk about it. Really? No, she told me a few stories. And they got the last train out. Oh, I want to give hmm. you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Yeah, I was just very close to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those stories, did she tell you them when you were a bit older then? Yeah, she got the last train out. They wanted to go to New York because <clears throat> my um, granddad's brother had lived in New York and they, they got here literally September the 1st. Or August thirty first, the day before, but Germany invaded Poland. Wow! So war began, and they were, and they came in with nothing. So they got out ex- just like in the last really train, good like time. the last lot of trains, literally. Yeah, wow. I mean, not all the family did, but she did. Yeah. 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 It's still really hard to get your head around that that situation, and I think especially... I can't believe I've been crying like no, this. Jesus! Like, it's... So I guess I don't. I'm really, I do talk about it with buddies. I guess sometimes yeah. it doesn't really affect me like this. I guess it's because I'm. I don't know. I've never talked to you about it. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that, we do know each other, <laughs> and, and I don't know why it's weird. Sometimes I think it's. I mean, this is the place to cry, isn't it's it? The, this is the place to do it. Sometimes it's just. Don't worry. Day. There's going to be some funny stories. So don't worry. It's not all. Oh God, it's I mean, not like... all pauses. <laughs> and Robert blowing his nose like an idiot. No, not idiot. Like... I'm going for the sympathy vote. Well, you, you've got mine. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm, it's I'm... just the day. Like I have days when I do this show, and I, you know, I walk into the studio and I think, oh shit! Like if they say anything, I'm gonna go today really? because he's been in my head or something's happened. Or I had to go to a wedding yesterday, and as soon as I saw my my very very beloved friend link arms with her dad, I was like, oh, Ugh. oh. like yeah. I must be so hot. It's hard, but like, but then two minutes later, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, but it. It just hits you in the yeah. weirdest ways. And I think we often not allowed the space in real life to talk about it. So sometimes when you are allowed the space, it's like all that emotion that you sort of brush mm. away all the time because you're like, oh, th- that would make... It's, when you're allowed it, it's like, whoop, there it is. <laughs> you know. It's weird. I thought I thought it might affect me because I think it's because I'm just talking about her. Yeah, As yeah. opposed to funny anecdotes. Yes, you know, like yeah, I've yeah. talked funny anecdotes about before in a different... It's not yeah. about when she died on... Is it's, yes. the, it's just all about her, and I suppose. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it's that really, rather than oh, tell that funny story about when your grandma ate an onion. <laughs> you know, basically, <laughs> me and my brother are a flat, <laughs> and um, she moved. So she, in the end, lived in Marble Arch. She did well for it. Well, a little wow. flat. She always wanted to live in town. Well, she was mugged there about three times. Oh God! And wouldn't move out. 
and there's a man shot dead in the flat below her. And we said, Grandma, it's time for you to move out. She said, people get shot all the time. This is after the police had fingerprinted her. She was 83 at the time. She had been fingerprinted. Oh, my God. And we went round there once, me and my brother. And we were sitting, and she had the tiniest kitchen, like the tiniest. And if you went into the kitchen, it was, no, go away, leave me. So can we help? You know, she's like old. No, get out, go away. Don't come in, leave me, please. Like this. They just go mad. So we used to kind of do it to annoy her. Yeah. And I remember coming out once. She'd had a peeled onion in her hand. She goes to me and my brother, do you like onions? And we were like. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's good, quite a good question. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you are. Is, do you want? We're like, what do you mean? Do you want? Do you want this onion? What? <laughs> We're like, what? Raw? raw. <laughs> yes. Um, no, thank you. Raw onion. Oh, to me, she said, it's like a juicy apple. Look. And then she proceeded to eat an entire onion. It was just like a Mike Leith moment. <laughs> Stood there, we were sitting opposite each other and just ate the whole onion, the whole onion in front of us. Mm, so nice. And then she went back into her kitchen where we weren't allowed to be in. Oh my and god. It was like moments like that. She had good timing. Yeah. You know, to me, it's like a juicy apple. Look. Like, watch me eat an onion wow. now, please. Yeah, she was very funny. Oh my god. I can't imagine the whole, I mean, poor. We went, we, we used to go and see her and take her out for dinner. And then this uh, hotel, the Cumberland Hotel, opposite. And they used to oh, do a yeah. buffet. Yeah. So before it went pot, it's quite zhuzhy now, it wasn't then. We used to go for a buffet. And, um, well, she was used to, at the end of the meal, she, well, the two funny stories, but at the end of the meal, we'd, you know, eat everything. And then she'd go, do you have a bag? We'd go, what do you mean? You know, for the journey home. A bag? No. Oh. Okay, just stay here. We'd already paid. She'd go back to the buffet <laughs> and she'd take rolls. Yeah, she'd yeah. She'd cut them open. And she'd proceed to stuff rolls with, like, turkey and chicken, <laughs> like four of them. Like, But do it as if she was a thief looking around if anyone could see her. And because she's old, she didn't notice that the staff would just be watching her thinking <laughs> they've definitely paid. And she'd kind of say, put it in your pocket for the journey. And we'd get, like, rolls and things <laughs> for the journey. But we once decided to take her to the restaurant next oh, door right, to the buffet right, in the yeah. hotel, which wasn't a buffet. A treat, right? Yeah. yeah. We went there. And she was really cute-looking grandma. She was small. She had dyed blonde hair. Wow. She was always tanned. Yeah, she loved yeah. the sun. And she was just charming and funny. And I remember, like, whenever we walk in a restaurant, it was just like people would say, oh, how sweet. They're bringing their grandma. It was obvious what's going on. Yeah, you yeah. just get... She'd say hello to people. And we sat down and, and we'd have our dinner and she ate it sort of quite quietly and uh and the manager had been fussing over us and when we left he said please and took her out of chair helped her out of chair and then opened the door for us and uh as we walked out he said did you enjoy your food and she just went no it was horrible and he walked out and that was it <laughs> and his face don't forget his face <laughs> No, it was horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so she was very funny. Yeah. She sounds like such a character. She was unbelievable, yeah. Um, whose mum is she? Is it your mum? She's my mum's mum. She's yeah. your mum's mum. Yeah. Okay. So then they, they made it over here. Mm. So did your mum grow up in central London as in, well? No, and they, they lived in Kilburn originally. Oh, well. okay. Then she I moved into in, town later. Um, no, they, she always lived in Kilburn, my mum, around that right. area. And then my grandma, when she got older, she moved to this little flat in Marble Arch wow. for some weird reason. That's new. 
She just liked town. That's the opposite choice of most people. They I know, go, it's like, just mad. It's mad, and there was a Kentucky Fried Chicken near her, which she went, do you like Kentucky Fried Chicken? Uh, yeah. It's all right, Grandma. <laughs> I went, it's so beautiful and juicy. I had two pieces, <laughs> two legs, and a piece of bread. so nice. My grandpa was fascinated with, like, odd restaurants as well. I oh, think, yeah. like, they couldn't get over that you could... You know, you could just walk in and get food, that yeah. generation. And I remember he'd always be like, oh, I found the greatest new restaurant. And he'd take us, and it'd be a sort of a Chinese takeaway. But, like, he couldn't believe that yeah. you could... And um, you go, of course I'd Buffets for him were, like, un- unbelievable luxury. He'd say, oh, yeah. and Galliad, you can keep going up. You can keep going up. So where was he from? He was from, as you can tell from my accent, Wales. Uh, no, I mean Wales. <laughs> um, Bridge End. Right. She's outside Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and had been a prisoner of war in Japan. Wow, and so like really? Yeah, so like God, food. survived that. Jeez. Yeah, he's nearly killed, talked himself about being killed three times. I mean, we want to talk about like... <laughs> Don't kill me, please. <laughs> One story he said, they, you know, he built the bridge over the River Kwai. I had an uncle that did that. Wow, yeah. yeah. And he said that he was, he was a captain. Two-man job. Two-man job, like, yeah, just two of them. And they were chopping down trees, and basically he said to us, like, he had the shits. Right. So, obviously, the terrible diet, and they're starving. So he, when he left his men to go off, and they chopped down this tree, and it, it hit some Japanese officers, the tree, very nearly. It didn't mm. hit, it went near their camp. And so they came over, like, who's in charge, who's in charge? And they were like, oh, Lloyd is. And they're like, where is he? And it's like, he's off having a shit in the woods, which is very much a motif of my family. Right. And um, right. so they sort of, he came over and he said this, you know, this Japanese officer was like, you know, you're, you're not in charge, you've disgraced him. And basically was going to kill him. And my grandpa was a solicitor. So he just went into like, well, why would I, you know, like they, if I wanted to kill you, I would have aimed, I would have told them to hit the tree. Mm-hmm. I would have done Clever. this. And I didn't. It missed you. So ha- you have to, under- of course it was an accident. That's an accident. People make it, you know, and you need oh me to be in charge of these men. And he said he just talked and talked and talked. And oh the man was God. like, oh, all right. <laughs> That's unbelievable. You did that, yeah, three times. There's more, I mean, as he's was full of stories. But that generation, oh. when we talked about this on Jess Foster Q's, like that generation with food. Yeah. I mean, because there was a time when they had nothing you know he was six stone when he came back from um from being a prisoner of war so he was a very fat man in his old age because he was like (laughs) i can be yeah well grandma she was always trying to make me eat i mean when i was little she was always trying to i didn't eat at all when i was little i I mean i was always thin i'm still thin but i just didn't eat yeah Yeah, and she used to try and make me have she was obsessed with giving me an egg which i hated (laughs) eggs so what she would do she'd give me milk Right, which I didn't like, so she put Ribena in milk. Oh this my was God. my grandma's drink. I mean, <laughs> it just goes brown and curdles. It's just, and to bind it all and to get one in, she put sometimes she put an egg in it and whisk it up. It was I just remember it being. Just, I remember that taste. It was disgusting. That sounds like the worst. That's drink what she tried ever. to give me constantly: Ribena with milk and an egg in it. Ribena and milk is just something else. It was like a family thing, like Ribena and milk. Oh god! It doesn't work. It at doesn't all. work. I mean, if it did, people would be doing it, oh, right? Man. Like that's that's was, not a thing. But like when I when I came in, you were eating a pastry which yeah. had like what did it have in the middle? Like so it was like custard, I, and the, <clears throat> it was saving. I was saving the raspberry. It was a bit of raspberry raspberry jam surrounded by custard, which is my favourite Danish. But I don't like the the pastry really. No, but you bit. were saving the middle. Bit. I was saving the raspberry. The best bit. Well, yeah. my grandma used to say, "Why would you save the best bit? What if there was a bomb?" Oh my god! Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, she's right. Mm. If you come from that generation, it's like, get that best bit yeah, down. Yeah, I don't you. think there'll be a bomb in here. Hopefully not. God, hopefully not. Yeah. I mean, we live in strange we times. Do. We do indeed. <laughs> so you were very close to her as a child. Was your brother also close to her? Yeah, did I you think and I, her have a little... She spoke German and I learned German. I was good at languages, I guess. That was oh. my thing at school. And I used to like speaking German to her. So I think we had a sort of... Well, she's very close to my brother as well, but I think we had a particular close bond. Yeah. I think just found her funny. I just thought she was hilarious. And was she... I guess, like, when you, you know, I'm assuming you didn't know comedy was, like, a job when you were, like, 10, but was she, like, that kind of, a bit of a, like, inspiration in a way? Yeah, Did she you sort just, of go... she was just, you know, I don't know, do you know, like, almost like when you look at your kids or little yeah. kids, sometimes they're, like, almost like little animals, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. She was sort of like that, just, she was sort of, everything was funny, the way she ate, the way, if we'd watch TV, she'd look at the TV and I'd think, do you understand, I don't know if you understand... <laughs> Anything. Anything, even if they're just the the, the images. If you even yeah. understand, she was just sort of on another. She was. I remember my mum bumping into him Brent Cross Shopping Centre oh, in London classic. once, randomly into her, yeah. her mother. You know, my grandma. <laughs> my grandma. I don't know why, but she was like, my mum said, "Hey, hello." My mum, grandma went, "Hello, and who are you?" <laughs> she said, "I'm your daughter." <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. Hello. Nice to see you. I mean, they see each other regularly, but maybe yeah. it was... They don't normally bump into each yeah, other there, yeah. but it was... And who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your daughter. I'm, <laughs> she I'm said your that. child. Oh. oh, how nice to see you, Mum. Let's get a coffee. Uh, yes, no, I'm quite busy, but it's so nice to see you again. Bye-bye. This <laughs> is really sort of formal. It was just, I think I was with her. It was odd. I remember that. Yeah, it was odd. It was near the fountain. They used to have a big fountain. Yeah, I know Brent Cross very like, well. That was really odd. Like, okay. Did your mum and her get on very well? Uh, I think sometimes. I think it was difficult growing up because my grandfather was ill. He had Parkinson's. Oh. So I don't know much about it. I think she was probably quite a tricky mum. But yeah. she was great with me yeah. and my brother. I think that often is the case with grandparents. Yeah, yeah. It suddenly the relationship changes, doesn't it? Because mm. they're not having to raise you in that way I guess and the pressure is off isn't it so it's just a different bond can form yeah I was really close to my grandpa like I just thought I thought he was God like I just thought he was what were your was that your that was my dad's dad and was he close to him yeah he was actually although again there was like as I get older I'm like like, oh that sounds tricky Mm, yeah (laughs) but as a kid yeah of course he was just they bypass all that yeah like I just and he was full of and these stories of what he'd been through for the war were adventure stories so he used to tell them to you that's amazing he'd tell us these stories and he'd sit down and you're so lucky yeah he was I mean unusual now I realise that he talked about it so much most people didn't but it was he had a big thing which um, yeah I spoke about before Jess's episode that he when the um, war was over um, a Japanese person wanted to come and stay in Bridge End and I told it wrong before, so I'll tell it right. So a Japanese person wanted to come and stay in Bridge End and the local lady who ran the B&B came up to him and said, Mr Lloyd, i got a question. You know, this Japanese man wants to come. What should I do? Because a lot of the Welsh sure. company had been in um, Changi Jail. Like a lot of them had been right, caught right, and gone right. to that. Had fought, so it's a big thing. Yeah, had fought that war yeah. rather than anywhere else. And that, like he said like two thirds of them didn't come back. So it was, yeah. you know, Cardiff was not Japan friendly. And he said, you must, you must have him stay with you. And he said, and let me know as soon as he's there and I'm going to come and pick him up and show him around. And he, he picked him up. He took him home. He met my, my dad and his brothers. They took him to the best gardens in Wales. And that whole time the man kept saying, you've been to Japan? And my, no, no, never been to Japan. And then hold that in. Yeah. And then 
the um, end of the day, he took him back, he drove him back, and he said, you've been to Japan? And my grandpa said, no, never been to Japan. And he said, but you understand Japanese people, like no Western person I've ever met. And he said, oh, funny. (laughs) And then he just let the man go. And I thought, my, like... Why? Yeah. Yeah, like. You just thought if that was me. Yeah, I wouldn't you want to say, well, look, this is what happened to me. But he said, I wanted him to have a positive experience. And I wanted my children. He said this big thing. Yeah, I see. My children, the first time they met, they say, I remember meeting a Japanese man. He came to a garden with us. And then when they found out what happened to him, they would think, oh, well, that's not all Japanese people. That's great. I mean, that's really rare in that generation. My grandma also was like, I never heard her say anything against anyone, like racism or anything, ever, 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 ever. Which. Which seems like, well, why should she? But you think a lot of that generation... Of course, they'd lost people, they'd lost friends and yeah, family yeah. and husbands. And, like, you can see why you'd go down that road. Yeah, but, yeah. So yeah. she did, But she didn't really share her stories, then, I suppose. No, it was, it was annoying. It was like, well, it wasn't annoying because I'm, I'm still... I've been obsessed with the bloody war like, my whole life. <laughs> yeah. From her, really. Like, I did ask her, but she just wouldn't... She told me a couple of stories. One story that, that she told me, for me, it's quite heavy. She was. She had to get fake papers. Oh Jesus! So she went to some forger somewhere. So she have a, a paper. I don't know if it's a passport or papers. And uh, she got on the train with her thing. Eventually, she. I don't know. I, didn't, I can't remember the details, but I remember she said she was on the train, and an SS car asked for the papers, and she gave him her the uh, her papers or passport, whatever it was. And she said, while well, she gave it to him, she closed her eyes. And when she opened them, he kept back to her. And he's gone. <sighs> yeah, it always got me that one. It's just, I think it's really, I think it's really important because I think we live, we're moving into a century where that war seems really, really far away for some people. Yeah. And that's why I'm also obsessed with my grandpa's stories because yeah, I'm just like, it, it isn't that long ago. No. And no, it isn't really, is it? It isn't. And when. You know, we're still there's still an incredible refugee crisis, and that's still happening to people yeah. in this day. And like, totally, totally. It's like, I think because you know, we are we are the grandchildren of that generation, so of course, like, our, our, it's just getting further and I further know, away. I and know, you can I see know. people just don't remember it and don't know. But to have that, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine, I can't imagine. And like, my grandma was not so open-hearted about Japanese people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I think God, imagine marrying someone and they they're gone for four years and they come you come yeah. back and they're six stone they tell you they've been taught like you, but he told her what happened yeah, oh yeah and she yeah. knew like they all came back i mean they look like there's she's yeah, got the she had the newspaper cuttings they look oh, like skeletons yeah, in the photos of course yeah and so yeah to tell those stories and obviously that she wanted to tell you that one mm. like that's yeah you're right yeah, you know she me, wanted she that to tell stay me many stories i mean i would ask her like fascinated did you hear mm. Hitler on the radio yeah. and she would just say you know of course I heard Hitler on the radio why would you ask such a question you know she would yeah. you know, and you know parades out the window and stuff wow. yeah because it was such a weird macabre yeah. weird thing wasn't it that's why I think it's so interesting and odd that it went the world or that yeah. Germany that whole thing went so like clearly you know like the Mitchell and Webb Sketch, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, <laughs> it's really birdies. evil. <laughs> what, what, what's going on? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so and so weird and just yeah, dark, and and to somehow you know that yeah and live through all that. That's 
And to have escaped that. Yeah. And I get there must have been a sense of guilt as well that she I escaped. Guess so. She must she have had, known you know, people. sisters that died with her, yeah. their families and little kids and you know, lots died. And she didn't she didn't really she didn't really talk about that much. She didn't yeah, she didn't she I guess she didn't talk about it really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're coming from a generation that didn't particularly express their emotions anyway. And then when something like that happens, and again, I think the other people think people forget it's like not that long on the off the back of the First World War. Yeah, so you've already had like the fought for the Germans. They were wow. like, and he came back really shell shocked. I remember saying that wow. he was like not well after that. Of course. Yeah. I like, guess so, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean. It must have just, I mean, you can, I, as a kid, I'd be like, because my grandma, well, is dead now, but she wouldn't talk about stuff at all. But I would find it very frustrating. Yes, oh, so frustrating. So fucking frustrating because my grandpa died six months after my dad. Right, God. So I was like, okay, well, now I need to. That must have been a terrible period. Oh, I mean, it was, yeah, it was shit. It was real shit. <laughs> but I would then ask my grandma stuff and she'd just be very, like, vague. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, what actually. happened, grandma, when, when mm. That was yeah. an answer for a lot of things. Well, mm. Mm. Yeah. And that meant shut up. Yeah, my God, so let's don't ask those things. Yeah. Why don't want why why do we want why do you want to ask those things? Why yeah. do you want to talk about those things? Like it's so interesting. You were there and yeah. like what's it feel like? And, yeah. And it's, also it's part of I guess it's thing, you know, they don't understand because they're the grandma. You're so connected to it. But yeah, so I loosely, guess you're right. They don't realise they don't Yeah, they don't know that. what it's like to yeah. be. You know, Cause, they because she didn't tell my my mum. They will say, like, I'm the family historian, which is right. nonsense. But I was just interested. Like, my brother, yeah. he's so funny. Like, we're really close to my younger brother. He's sort of no interest. So yeah. my grandma gave me a photo album. It's fantastic, from the 30s. Wow. Her and her husband travelling all through Europe up until 38. Wow. And just Germany and, and when they visited their uh, village that she's from. And it's full of fake people you don't know who they are. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I've become, I was obsessed with that. And, and found like the place, you know, in front of a cafe in Stuttgart. And then I find, oh, that's still there. Yeah, Haven't been yeah. to these places. And then there's loads of like, there's a Jewish football. My grandfather was a good footballer, and he was in the Jewish football club. And you just see that, um, and you just think, oh, like probably ninety percent of those died. Yeah, you know. But yeah, but my brother, I showed him it. He's just no interest. He goes, oh, that's, look at this, John. This is when they went to uh, Berlin yeah. and. Wow, look and look at this. This is from oh yeah. Mm, <laughs> no interest. It's weird. None. Well, I think some people have it's such great. different like I'm obsessed with the photos. Oh I'm my obsessed. God. I just just and maybe it's about like storytelling or something, yeah. but I just I just crave them like I crave food. Like I'm like you I want eat photos. Yeah, I do. But I'm like I wanna see them and and like I, my uncle recently sent me some pictures of my dad as a kid. Oh, wow. And I was like <gasps> Like, yeah. I haven't seen that, and that it yeah. feels like information, and yeah. it's just like, when's, what are they doing? All what the are they time? doing? Where yeah. are they? What's happening? And mm. there was like this really, it was really in like a picture of him as a very geeky teenager. Whereas all the pictures my mum has is him as a very cool teenager on his right. motorbike, wow. you know, driving around Highgate looking pretty cool. But there was wow. this really, like, obviously the awkward era. Yeah, nice. And I was like, oh, look, there, <laughs> there he is yeah. becoming that, yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, truck taking, motorbike driving, hippie. He sounds cool. He was pretty cool, yeah. Wow, God. It's, yeah, he was pretty cool, but, you know, also maybe not very responsible to drive around um, on a motorbike after you've taken LSD. I would yeah, say, well, I would gather now, hey. hey, but in the time, as my mum says, that's what people were that's doing. People did then, everyone that's was what doing we did. it. Yeah. So when you were growing up, did she have the Friday night dinner with you, or did you go sometimes to Sometimes she came, yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes she came. I used to... When she didn't come, I remember sometimes, like, um, if I was at my mum and dad's house, 
if she was there, I used to, and my brother wasn't coming, I used to phone my brother up. This is like a regular thing. And I'd say, hey, Johnny, how are you? And he'd go, what are you doing? He said, yeah, we're all here, and Grandma's here, and blah, 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 some chat. And uh, do you want to speak to Grandma? And he'd either say, oh, really? You know, you do. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And I'd, okay, here, Grandma. And, and I would pretend to be oh, her. Oh, God. Hello, John, John. Oh, hi, Grandma. How are you? And after a while, he'd go, very good, Robert. I know it's soon. <laughs> As he would say that, I would pass the phone to my grandma, who wouldn't know what's going on. She'd go, hello. And he oh, oh, um, hello, Grandma. <laughs> that was just my favourite joke. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, I love doing Yeah, that. very good brother joke. Yeah, I so love doing good. that one. Also, like, if we um, went around to a place, she was a good cook, but occasionally she made meatballs, and I just don't like meatballs. Sure. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. <laughs> my brother doesn't like them, but I like them least. So we'd have these meatballs. I'd have two big ones, and, and she'd go back into a little kitchen. We weren't allowed yeah. to go in and get things. And I go, oh my god, I hate these. And my brother said, me too. And I and I remember him saying, well, the best thing to do is just like just eat it like whole with water, just down it. <laughs> a good idea. So I said, I'm going to do it. And so mine are done. I'm going to get out of the way. Yeah. And he did, it was always patient. So I would like put the first one in my mouth, basically chew it really fast with water and swallow it whole. Yeah. So I didn't taste it. And then I do the other one. And then I go, done. Now you've got to eat yours. And he would wait. <laughs> Just before Grandma come in, and he would scrape both of his onto my plate, and she walk in and go, "Delicious meatballs, thank you, Grandma." And you have an empty plate, and she sit down and she said to me, "Eat your food." And I'd have to like politely eat my meatballs, so I'd have four. He just would always get me. He was really good at waiting. He was like, me, just impulsive. Right, I'm doing that now. Go lovely meatballs. That's just eat. such a good prank. <laughs> he was just great at That's that. That's yeah. such a good brother prank. Yeah, and I bet he really kept the face straight. He's wait, well, he's also wait, a poker wait, player. Now. Oh. He's a poker player, so he's very good at that. Yeah, he'd just wait. wait. He just wait. Yeah. I have no idea he was going to do that. It's, he got me every time. That's so good. Yeah. I'm the same as you. I'd be like, just mm. down it quick. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get out of the way. I've done mine. You've yeah. got to eat yours now. And Boom. probably you celebrated too quickly as well. Yeah, like, ha ha, Johnny. Yeah, you're going to have to eat it. And you just sit there waiting. Fuck, that's good. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, really used to have fun that. Yeah. So, um, did she see you get into comedy? And did you ever talk to her about that? So or was she, she not so really maybe, aware? I don't know if she sort of. I don't know if she like, understood. She was getting quite sort of old, I suppose, mm. and unwell. I, I, I don't know how. She, I think she just was old, really, when she yeah. died. Well, actually, it's funny saying that. Yeah. I used to work one of my first jobs. I worked on the Big Breakfast. Oh wow! Like if people don't know that was like a every day morning show on Channel 4 that's yeah. kind of mental I loved that show well, I worked with Zig and Zag the two puppets <laughs> oh my god I love and Zig and Zag. I said I think they should have a grandma yeah Why just use my grandma so for a while for about four or five episodes or more I don't know they would like they'd be in their spaceship Zig and Zag yeah. and they said now it's time to go over to our grandma who has a message and I would film my grandma i go to a flat <laughs> and I remember saying grandma do you I remember saying grandma is it okay if we film you for television? Yes, fine. Really? Yes, lovely. And we'd film and I'd have to sort of film her on a balcony with a bit of a sort of script. So you have to first of all say, hello, zig and zag. Hello, jig and jag. Hello. <laughs> and they would sort of ask her, the script, what have you been doing? And yeah. Today I went to make him some piece of fish. And it was all like this. And yeah, so she was on oh my TV. God. I've got it on VHS somewhere. Oh yeah, it's really funny. Just filming her. I don't think she really understood. Yeah, quite. I don't think what she that ever meant. saw it. I don't think she really. I think she sort of. I know that I was filming her, and she kept saying she called me Robbie. Yes, Robbie. I said no, no, no. Don't say my name. <laughs> but I'm talking to you. Yeah, I know, but it's going to be on the television. I know. 
Okay, let's go again. Where are we? No, 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 just don't talk to me. She couldn't get that bit round her head. Don't say my name. So she was on television. That's yeah, it's really funny. So Zig and Zag would ask a question and she'd answer and blah, blah. Your grandma was Zig and Zag's grandma? Yeah, she was for a while, yeah. If you weren't so famous for other things, hey, that would be your claim to fame. That would be my number one claim to fame. <laughs> yeah. but, like, there's it's a, a lot good claim, of claim to fame, like, yeah. yeah. Did she have a lot of friends? Did she have a lot of social life? You sort of... I don't think she did. She moved to, when she got older, she she moved to like a, not old age people, sort yeah. of like a place, assisted place. And apparently... Assisted living, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and apparently there would be like meetings and things. And she was... I remember, like, my parents talking to the woman that ran it and often said, I don't think my grandma was popular, because she was quite forthright. Yeah. And they'd have meetings and she used to, like, upset the other people about with her opinions and things, and she was quite bossy and stuff. Yeah. So I think she thought everyone was old, where well, she was obviously old, you know, one oh, of those. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't think she had loads of friends, no. But um, I used to see her, I was time when I used to see her quite a lot. I remember, like, one, you know, I was about 20-something, and it was a Saturday night when I would go out with my buddies, and yeah. no one was around, and I was bored. And I, literally no one was in. And I remember thinking, I'm going to phone my grandma. I'm like, well, I'll go and see her. And she said, yes, come round, come round, you know, later on. I thought, well, that's a nice thing to yeah, do. Yeah. At least I got something. And then about 10 minutes later, she, she phoned me up. No, actually, no, don't come today. I think I'm just staying on my own. I remember just being blown out by my grandma. <laughs> I mean, that was like a low point in my social life. It sort of meant something to me in my 20s. That's she things said, I got. don't come round. Yeah, don't come round. That's amazing. I'm busy. I'm busy, but yeah, but like, but yeah. So it's funny because I was thinking about this, like her death. Um, it sort of, it was like, yeah, she was sort of a good buddy, really. And also, mm. there's something about God. I got really emotional at the beginning, didn't I? God, about the loss of that sort of generation. Yeah, yeah. That sort of Middle European, East European, or whatever it was, um, sort of Holocaust surviving lot, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Who were just, I mean, a few of my friends have grands like that grandparents like that and they're just all nuts and yeah. hilarious yeah. they're just nuts and funny <laughs> I mean, and and just really determined I mean mm. just unbelievably determined she had like she was so determined you know she started came here with nothing um, literally nothing and then I think she went around all the factories and like um bought or they gave her like they cut off like bits of material that was going to go in the oh, bin the remnants, and yeah. she made ribbons and bows and things and then it started turning to like a she had a little clothes factory that's how it started for her yeah wow yeah i guess i mean to get out of that country in that situation like it does it yeah does i don't even know how yeah. she how i don't know how she got out out in the yeah, end yeah that stuff's a bit of a mystery yeah anyway. yeah it's just so hard to get your head around now isn't mm. it like what that must have been like to turn up I mean did she even speak English when she arrived I don't think she spoke yeah, I, mean, English. You... I mean she hardly I mean her English <laughs> I mean she spoke English but it was you know yeah you know vegetables you know it was kind of funny English she spoke yeah yeah um, you know Delia Smith was uh, you're watching Celia Smith <laughs> my boyfriend's on the television really who's that Cliff Richard do you like Cliff Richard mm, not really <laughs> Why not? It's wonderful. Uh, but um, so I don't think she spoke any. No, she can't have spoke. Like, yeah. can't have spoken any English when she it's came. It's just here. like an unimaginable situation, yeah. isn't it? To well, yeah, for people in the privileged position that we are in yeah, now, yeah, like yeah. to go somewhere not even be able to doing speak a podcast. It. Doing a podcast. She wouldn't know what a podcast is. Oh my god! Yeah. So when well, I bought her a tape, oh, that's it. She wants us for um, music. She wants yeah. music. Okay. What do you mean? You want music? Don't you listen to music? Okay, well, so like a uh, tape recorder, right? Tape recorder? Yes, 
Yes, didn't really know what that yeah, is. So yeah. I bought her a tape recorder and we had tapes with some music on, you know. Okay, it's like uh, oh, like the simple, like a tape recorder. Like press yeah. play, rewind. Great. She did not. I'm <laughs> trying to explain that. Just stared at it. Play. But why do you press this button to stop it? But why do you stop if I want to listen? Well, I'm just showing it. Oh. But now why are you pressing play to play it? But I didn't want it to play. It was just... It, and then I remember after explaining it to No, I don't want it. Oh, no. <laughs> it's too rather much. rather not have any music. I'd rather not have it. It seems very complicated. It's just funny. When you wrote Friday Night Dinner, because obviously there's the grandma in there. Yeah. Was there's that... some things from it. She's she's not the same. Obviously, the voice isn't the same. Yeah. But she's quite... um. What's the word? Like... Uh, Bubbly. Yeah, in the and, spirit of her. Yeah, and there's some things in there that are stolen. So um, my there's a thing where my mum had an argument with my grandma, you know, when we were growing up. You know, a grown lady, my mum. And yeah. my grandma told her to just stop and suddenly went, go to your home in our house. You know? <laughs> and it was just a, everyone's brain went, huh? <laughs> mum went, what? Go to your home. <laughs> My room? Yes, you heard me. Go to your room. <laughs> my room, this is my house. Then go to your room. I'm going to my room, mate. You are. And there was this whole argument. So that was a big thing in our family. Go to your room now. Oh you know, and that, we used that. And she had a, a sort of man friend for a while um, who we had a couple of episodes with a guy called Mr. Morris who completely looks like him and was him, who was basically the most horrible man in the world. And she'd never say anything nice about him. She used to say... And how's his name is Lou actually? How's Lou? So mean, horrible. <laughs> Why are you with him? Well, it's someone to be with. He was he was really 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 mean and, and like a know it all. Yeah. So there's a lot there's lots you know there's quite yeah, a few things yeah. that you know she 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 did that that went in there. She used to always give us some purses, what little wallets. That's what we always got a wallet, and we go it's a purse. Yeah, it is a purse. You give us purses <laughs> and with a pound in it or oh, yeah, 50 yeah. or 5p. Because it's bad luck to give a wallet without money. Is that right? Yeah, that's, it yeah it's a really old-fashioned thing. That it is, isn't you, it? Because you're saying there's no money. So if you oh, give a wallet, you I have see. to put a little bit in. A little bit so it's of money. like your, more money will come. She used to say, buy an ice cream. <laughs> buy an ice cream at every age. But yeah, I think it was that sort of loss of that, you know, in our family. We didn't have a big family, so she was that connection. I was just always interested in that. Yeah. And I learnt German, and I was always talking German to her. And so it was always that connection to it. And occasionally you meet them, those yeah. people, and they were like... Yeah, I remember, like, one, one crazy story. I was like with my dad, and we were... I think we were taking... We were, to, we were going to some funeral years ago. We had to pick some old bloke up, and he was in the car, and he was he had one of those accents. And I said, where are you from? I can't remember if it's Germany or Poland. And I said, all right. And then instantly I'm asking questions. Yeah, and I yeah. said, well, where were you in the war? And he said, I was in a camp. Well, I don't know which one, bad one, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I said, wow. And so you, how come you're alive? I said, you just escaped. I said, wow, how did you escape? <laughs> yeah, now I'm... Yeah, now and he, said, he, goes, he goes, you want to know how I escaped? I remember this story. I go, yeah. He said, we were on a quarry or something like that. And we were in a group. And there was one SS guard who's 17, young, yeah. with us. And when he turned away, we cut his head off with a shovel and ran. Fucking hell. That always got me that dead. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Just remember, like, afterwards, it was silent in the car for a while. And my dad afterwards said, why did you ask him that? 
Your dad's driving like, yeah. well, but don't do it. Do don't do it. Know? There's no good Do you want to know how he escaped? Yeah. Go, yeah, exactly. It was like, all right, I'll tell you how he escaped. I'll fucking tell like, you, mate. Yeah. Cut his head off. Whacked his head off and ran. Like, fucking hell. Here we are. <laughs> At the funeral. Oh, look. Yeah, there's so auntie They're just oh, crazy, that lot, you know. Yeah, yeah, my that's the one thing I'd say about my grandpa. Like, he was such a storyteller that he really made those stories palatable for people. Yeah. Like, he would tell them in a way, like, right. a bit like a stand-up. Like, we've got this recording of him. Wow. And it was like, I can hear that it's it's become a story and not the truth. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I know like, what it's still mean. true. It's, you know, it happened. But the way he constructed it, it left. It left you feeling like, oh, yeah, life's okay, isn't it? Yeah, like, and really, he, that's great. He really wanted to construct that. And I, yeah, it was funny. It was funny, actually. So he, he's all these stories of, you know, this, like you said, these insane, awful, horrific things that he sort of skates over. And, yeah, he told this story, actually, about people collapsing on the bridge over the River Kwai. Oh. And um, a good friend collapsed, just sat down. They finished. He said that was the worst thing. They finished and then everyone collapsed. Lots of people collapsed. Exhaustion, that's all. But he was like, but we fucking, like, no, no, this is it, this is it. And the man collapsed and he said, um, in this recording, he said he grabbed him and he held a picture of his wife to his man's face. He said, you've got to stay alive for her and for her. And the man said no and died. And my grandpa said, that was tough. (laughs) That was tough. Wow. But then we came back and and I thought, yeah, like... (sighs) You know, that was tough. That was tough. And it's, he talks about, and he talk. he keeps saying that his big thing is like, he he wanted to make sure that my grandma knew how he died. So his big thing was like, if I collapse, she won't she know. Won't know. She yeah, won't know. Yeah, it's true. That's and a, that's kind of what drove funny. him. But it was funny because he you go, sounded unbelievably um, yeah, tough and determined. Tough and determined. But he, in the talk, he's talking about, he, he was very Christian and he's talking about, you know, God led him. And, mm. you know, he always felt very strange that God had somehow chosen yeah. him. But I was like, I listened to it and I thought, you can say God chose you. You can be like, of all these people, you were f- you were just absolutely not. You were like, I'm not doing this, yeah. and that's not. Oh God, of course, people yeah, of die course. without reason. Yeah, sure. But there was something in my grand. Like when you talk about that spirit of a yeah. person, he was yeah, just not totally. like that determination. Yeah. Yeah. He was extremely, and luck, of course, as well. yeah, a mixture yeah, of, of luck and determination. determination. Wow, he sounds amazing. And he just was like, I'm not doing it. And then when my dad died, he broke in two oh. because he couldn't talk his way out of it. And I really sort of didn't understand it till much later that That's amazing. he kept saying, it's not right. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and having listened to him talk... his way of processing. Yeah, and listening to him talk about how he survived life. was all, He was a solicitor. And he really, you know, that classic, he really had the gift of the gap. Well, like, it sounds geez, like it, yeah. He could talk about anything. I mean, it's, it's, I think he got my dad off, like, driving fines several times by being like, this honourable <laughs> member of society rushing back to his son. And it was like, my dad was speeding, you know. <laughs> um, and I thought, God, yeah, like, if you've got through so much and then someone dies of cancer... There's nothing you, you can't sweet talk mm. your way out. No mm. charm no, in the it's world. Amazing. Yeah, and that worked that one out like that, yeah. Yeah, I think it really did just yeah, make it him go. Like it. Oh, what the fuck? I got through all and that. He died not long after, didn't he? Yeah, so six, yeah, yeah, it was six God. months. Yeah, and I mean, it's funny, like you said, like with the, that madness. I think is interesting that you said, like that. You know, she wasn't aware, or like you know, was in her own little world. But you go when you've been through something like that. Is it? A, of the course, you are. The thing I see her do ever. I saw her do ever. I was uh, it was a Christmas where like so the Jewish people funny thing they often just celebrate Christmas because yeah. you're not meant to but we weren't religious and that's what we do so we had Christmas dinner at my auntie's house my grandma like had a like coughing fit 
and she wasn't breathing well, like some asthma thing. And we called an ambulance, and she went in the ambulance, and we were all, like, worried, and we drove off the ambulance. And she was on a stretcher, like, going in the, in the hospital, and we were following her, and she had an oxygen mask on her mouth, on her face, and she was clutching a handbag, and they were just, you know, they gently tried to take her handbag off, yeah. and she was like, no, no way, <laughs> yeah. you're not taking my handbag. Yeah. And it's just perfect timing. And uh, we're walking down the wards, and they're pushing her, you know, fast. She's an old woman, she can't breathe. I mean, she was fine in the end. Yeah. Pushing her along, and had the oxygen mask on her. And uh, I was well, I said, don't worry, Grandma, you'll be okay, you'll be okay. And she took her oxygen mask for a second, put her hands into her handbag, and said to me, would you like a yoghurt? And took out a yoghurt. Because <laughs> she remembered that moment. I've been keeping a yoghurt for Robert. I must give him that. And she took out, like, a ski strawberry yoghurt. Um, <laughs> And they instantly put it back in a bag and just put the oxygen mask in. Would you like a yogurt? That was what was in her head while she's sort of effectively maybe dying. Oh my god! What did you say? Uh, it just uh, was like yeah. open mouth and thought, yeah. oh, "That's amazing." Yeah. yeah Would you yeah. like a yogurt? Would you like a yogurt? You couldn't write that. I mean, I nicked that line as well on my show. It was perfect. But yeah, it's almost that thing of like, if you put it in the show, someone would be like, that would never yeah. happen. You're like, it, it did. did. Even more extreme version. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like a yogurt? <laughs> now. No. So, um, Imagine I just then said, oh, yes. Yeah. And then just ate a yogurt. <laughs> there. Just with a spoon. Oh, yeah, actually. Thank you, Grandma. Mm, actually, I'll see you in a bit. Let me know how it goes. That's just what I want. <laughs> oh, is it strawberry? Mm. Yes, please. So how old was she when she She's died? She was 92. Wow. Yeah, she did quite well. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really amazing. Yeah. Was she in the home? Was it just sort she of was old in age? That place, yeah. Oh uh, no, then I think she did actually move to a sort of home home a bit. Right. Um, I can't remember it well. I mean, that's where she died. Yeah. And yeah. was was it sort of just of old age? I think it was. Yeah. And where were you? Did you get? We were there, and then were there? we. I think we were like yeah, we were there, and then I think we were sort of with her, and then. When we weren't in the room when she died, and then we get called in to see, like she's died. I, and weirdly, I didn't really like seeing her dead. I don't yeah. know, maybe maybe that's not the thing to say, but I just no, we were in the room, so and then like people were sort of texting, you know, the yeah, news, you yeah. know. It just felt I don't know. I didn't like seeing her yeah. like that. It was like I don't know. It doesn't feel. It felt like so it's like a personal moment f- for her almost, and I yeah. shouldn't be here, and I don't like seeing her like that. And they were sort of saying she looked peaceful or not. Yeah, but it was just weird. I just just remember feeling I didn't like being in that room. Yeah, I mean, I was a grown up. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just felt it was. I think it's so different, and mm. I think each person who died yeah. is different. I think sometimes someone is at peace, and sometimes yeah, it's just so individual. I only found out recently. I went when after my dad died. I went back in the room to have a moment, and I think my mum said that her and my brother didn't. And right. I was like, "What?" I said, "We all went in," and she went, "No, you asked." I thought, my memory is that, like... What was it like going on? Do you remember that moment? Yeah, really clearly. Yeah. So we were all with him when he died, and then, then, you know, they say, okay, go outside because we have to sort Mm, stuff mm, out and take things out. Yeah. So we went outside, and then I don't really remember this, but my mum said... They said, do you want to go back in? And I think my brother and my mum were like, no, you know, we've seen him die. Apparently I said yes. Wow. And um, I went back in, and I think... I suppose it was... Uh, you had what, a yogurt, so yeah. <laughs> no yogurts. No yogurt. But I suppose what was nice about it was they'd given him a really nice room by himself, and it had these big doors out into a little garden. Yeah. So it's very sort of you yeah. know as peaceful as these things can be. And it, yeah, I don't know why I wanted to go back in, but I just felt like I wanted to sort of say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And then I did something which I do think is a bit odd. I opened the doors because I thought that his 
he needed to get out. Sweet. And so I sort of, I don't think I touched him after that. I mean, you know, touched him when he died, but I think I just sort of looked at him. And yeah. I, I remember thinking, he was such um, a full man. Like, you knew when he was in the room, is the only like thing I could think. force of nature. For, total force of nature. Like, just, like, as, you know, his dad was. Like, yeah. it, a big character. Yeah. And it was the first time, like, I was like... He was just so still. Yeah. And, you, you know, he oh. talked and he moved and he mm. farted and ate with his mouth open. He was just like, uh, big. Um, you're big. And um, he was just lying very still. And I remember thinking, that's yeah. death, isn't it? Wow. You're just finally still. You've stopped. Yeah. And then I opened the door because I thought, well, he won't be able to get out. <laughs> like, oh, his spirit. Sweet and then I came back and told my mum, said, I've opened the door for him. And I, Can you imagine your 15-year-old daughter? I think my mum was like, okay. okay. <laughs> Whatever you need to do, that's fine. Wow. Um, yeah, and I just had a big thing that I should. That he, yeah. I didn't want him to stay in the room, and I felt like that's what was. God knows what goes on when your head when you're. I can understand you know. that. Yeah, and so. Felt like the thing to do. Yeah, it just felt like the thing to do, but I think it's so. It's so different, you know. It's so different, and it, he'd been in a lot of pain and mm. stuff like that. So that de- what I think, was the matter with it? Um, pancreatic cancer. Oh. So yeah, so he yeah. was diagnosed in February and dead by the April so oh, you know it'd been a very far you know and so to see someone I did think it was a piece because it was like he'd been fighting a cancer whereas I think old age is is so different you know they're so frail in such mm. a different way anyway mm. and they've been vulnerable for a time anyway yeah. yeah like so how old were you when she died 34 34 like okay and did you how did you feel afterwards about her death? Was it kind of like the first big family death? No, um, <laughs> it's ruined the whole thing. How did I feel? Yeah, um, like I sad. guess. I guess. I mean, sad. That's like, yeah, I, yeah. I think it sort of didn't. I think we were sort of preparing for it. Yeah. So you always think. I remember thinking, God, if my grandma died, I don't know how I'd ever cope. Type yeah, thing. And then, you know yeah. what I mean? And then when mm. it happens, you sort of got slightly accustomed to it, and you're thinking, Oh, I'm not crying my eyes out. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly. But you can't every day. I think no, it's the other thing about no. grief. You think... I mean, I had a cry today. Wow. Yeah. Like, I haven't really... I've never been... I don't think I've ever been like this about her. Yeah. Uh, I suppose they don't think about them. They come pop into your mind every now and then. Yeah. And when you talk all about them and think about it, then it, then it all... Yeah. I think it was... I don't know. I think also, like, I hadn't been used... I hadn't really seen someone die. Yeah. So, and then course. it's... You know, I was lucky enough to, you know, and then you're watching everyone. Oh, there's practical things to do and stuff. Yeah. And that, oh, that, oh, yeah, this happens to happen. We have to do this. Okay. Help for the funeral one. Yeah. You have yeah. a thing called a shiver in Jewish thing where yeah. it's like the wake where you, well, it can be three nights, four nights, or one night even, where they came around to, I think it was my mum and dad's house. I think so. Where you sort of pay respects. They do like a prayer. Mm. And then you have like tea and cakes type thing, pastries. I don't really. I don't really remember a funeral that well. Um, I probably would have found that quite hard. Yeah, it's very quick though in Judaism. You do it straight away. Yeah, I mean, literally, away. they're buried like the next day. Type yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Maybe so the day or the day after. And does she have a like a grave? Sure. Yeah. And have you? Do you visit it at all? Or <laughs> I don't think I have. I think I've seen it. She's in Bushy and in North West London. There's a massive graveyard. Yeah. So yeah, I've seen it, but I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anyone that really visits. Do Jewish people go and visit the graveyard much? I don't know. Do you do you visit your dad? You well, no. You see, he had um, he was cremated, and oh, then right, we okay. spread the ashes. So does that mean you don't? Because we don't cremate, or 
Yeah, singing. so, well, you can, it's different. You can cremate and then be put, like, interred into a church. I'm with you. And then you can visit that. Or oh. you, you spread it somewhere meaningful. Sure, so is that what you did? We spread his ashes in Wales. I can't quite remember where. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Isn't it? I think, so he grew up in Bridgend and there's, like, these sand dunes. These really weird, again, this is, like, if you want to sum up my grandma. Is that near the Gower? No. Yeah, it's near the Gower Peninsula. Oh, so nice. oh, so there's these sand dunes that they used to camp on when they were kids. Love it. And this is... This is sums up my grandpa, right? My grandpa told me that Hollywood film was made there once and they dumped them there. And I believed that till I was, yeah, until in my 20s. And I said to my brother, my brother was like, what? No. Like my grandpa's middle name was Mervyn, but he told Good me name. it was Merlin. And it was Merlin because we were distantly related to Merlin. Amazing. And I didn't question that until I was about 25. No, brilliant. And then I had to think, hang on a minute. That's brilliant. I don't think Merlin... Merlin's not real, is it? <laughs> but in my head, I was like, yeah, no. yeah we were related to I bet there's a Merlin. part of you that's still... Yeah, of course. Slightly well, still. Yeah. He said, I'm Herbert Merlin Lloyd. And that's why. And, I, you know, these things as a kid, you're like, makes sense. Till you're sort of much older than you should. But yeah, we spread his ashes in in, in, in the sand dunes in Wales right. somewhere. Do you, you do remember the ceremony you did? All the yeah, film? I do, because... <laughs> there must have been something, something funny also. So it went with me. It was me, my mum and my brother... And we just, and this was many years afterwards. Like, he, I might, the running joke is he was in the wardrobe for about 10 years because we just didn't know what to do. And I remember like going through my mum's wardrobe once and being like looking for, to borrow something like a handbag. And I was like, what's this? And she was like, oh, it's dad. And I was like, oh, wow. What? What's that like? Because I, I, my mum is very, um, like my family joke a lot. Yeah, and my yeah. mum's from like East sure. End Essex. So it was like, yeah, was. oh, it's your dad. Right, right. Well, I don't know what to do with him, do I? So, right, wow. Well. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, you got to give me a warning. Well, I didn't know you were going in there, did I? Is that sort of, Titan, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that, but again, argumentative, yeah, funny. An- antagonistic, funny family, yeah. What are you bloody doing? <laughs> what should have asked me for a handbag? Oh, well, he doesn't mind you in there, does he? Just ignore him and get the handbag. That sort of, <laughs> that sort of dialogue is what my I grew up with. Mm. Um, yeah, and then when we, <laughs> we like sort of threw it out and <laughs> it was really windy. Yeah, and a bit definitely got yeah. in my eye. Like I'm um, in, um, in like yeah, in, um, yeah, yeah, Lebowski. Big Lebowski. Oh, that scene. And I, I mean, was... obviously, people think of that scene. Yeah, that scene exactly. That yeah. When they yeah. throw the their friend, so when it went in, in your eye, what did you physically? I do? mean, I laughed because I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, no, don't yeah. do this to me. But like, a big flew in my eye, and they were like, "Oh no!" And my mum and my brother were like, "Are you alright?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just like carry on making this poignant <laughs> because." It's I want it to be poignant and not comedy like everything fucking is. Yeah. Um, yeah oh, wow. So when I saw that Big Lebowski, I was actually sort of like, Man, you know I when something that. embarrassing's happened to you and you see it and you're like, oh God, mm. no, don't show that. I thought it was, whoa. So yeah, I, was, I didn't laugh as much. I was like, mm, I know how that feels. <laughs> wow. That's great. Yeah. Do you still talk about her with your your brother and your mum? And... Uh, sometimes. Yeah. A uh, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I do the voice. Yeah, they ask me to do the voice sometimes, <laughs> which I quite like doing. Yeah, because um, my cousins got two cousins. They can. Everyone has a go. My cousin Alan is like he was the king at the voice, and right. then suddenly I realised I can do the voice. Oh, so yeah. they know that I do the voice. Yeah. His voice isn't quite as good. My other cousin David is just a bit too throaty. <laughs> like he's married to his wife, well, a girlfriend. They live together forever. Harriet, um, I. Grandma couldn't pronounce Harriet, so it would be hello, Robbie, hello, George, hello, David, hello, Harriet. <laughs> it just couldn't. <laughs> and they had a little daughter called Billy. Oh, yeah. A girl called Billy that my grandma just couldn't get her head around her name was Billy, couldn't yeah. remember. But she always called her, hello, Marilyn. 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 
She was Marilyn. He goes, Billy, ah. And the next time, hello, Marilyn. It's like the opposite name to Billy. Perhaps she just thought Marilyn was a better name. Maybe not, maybe so. just like if I keep saying it, perhaps it would just become a name. Maybe so. Yeah, also, I remember like if... Like the kids ever, like little babies were like went naked in the swimming pool. She yeah. goes, no, it's not nice. No, no. Put some clothes. No, it's not nice. <laughs> She's making a big fuss of like a baby doesn't have a nappy. No, it's not nice. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> no. Different times. Yeah. It's Different not times. nice. I don't want to see Marilyn. <laughs> it's not nice. Put some clothes on her. Exactly. Pretty good, that. God, she sounds like such an interesting oh, yeah, character. Not, it's very funny. Yeah. You were obviously very close to her. And like you said, it was like that first kind of big... I think the first big death in the family is... Like, if my dad... Well, my other grandma died when I was younger, when I was about 15. So my dad's mum, who was very different. Uh, she was lovely. She was great. But she was... Um, she was completely... She was quite strict. But she wasn't... You know, I, got, I guess I got closer to... Because I lived... You know, yeah, she yeah, lived yeah. longer and, and... Of course, And yeah. also... They were both lovely in her eyes, but this grandma was just always funny. You know, yeah. everything she did was funny. Just always funny, you know. Was it nice, though, with Friday Night Dinner when you did see that grandma, the character? Yeah, it was. Was it like yeah. a moment of, like, it's almost like I'm recreating those memories for myself? It was a bit, yeah. It was, It definitely was. You know, the scenes when she tells mum to go to her room. I mean, that's verbatim. That's why yeah, I don't need yeah. to write that. Like, that's word for word. You know, there are scenes, there are a few scenes that are completely word for word what she said or yeah. did um, and then the rest you know isn't but it was nice when you can do the odd scene that just my family and my brother will watch it and go my mum and dad will go oh that yeah. happened that is exactly what happened yeah that must be mad yeah it is mad did, funny... you, did you feel mad watching it being filmed like was it a bit of like that uh, yeah yeah sort of mad. sometimes it can be a bit emotional as well sort of thing yeah and sort of funny and thinking, this is that someone's I'm being paid to do this. And this is a stupid <laughs> argument in my house. And now we're filming it. Yeah. And you do think, are people going to like this? Because yeah. it did happen. You know, you think real things, but it only happened to us. But then the whole show is meant to be really specific. Because yeah, generally, yeah. the more specific they are, the more relatable they yeah, are, I think, yeah. than just a general program about a family. So, because everyone's fame, you know, I, I tell you a story like my grandmother's specific, and you go, well, oh, well, we did it this thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's your specific thing, you know. Yeah. So everyone can go, oh, we have a similar type thing. It's like this. You yeah, know? And I think it's just truth in comedy, isn't yeah. it? That sounds like a twat. But, like, the truth of that grandma character and that family, and especially, I think, what's really great I love about that show is, like, the brother relationship is so so written in truth. No, it's similar to me and my brother. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's <clears throat> the pranks, the annoying yeah. pranks, they're just... I mean, they, I mean, they still go on. I mean, regularly... You know, my brother will open his cage. He runs a PR firm. He'll open his bag and there'll just be, like, just chicken chicken bones in his bag just that will come out. And, and he has, like, a book where he... Like, an A4 book where he writes... For each year, he writes all his, like, meeting notes and things yeah, scheduled. Yeah. He just writes, handwrites. And so regularly, if I go to his house, I just go straight to his bag and I'll move, like, two pages on and I'll draw, like, a you know, like a, a man with sort of... 15 eyes and sort of three bosoms and just that and some weird enormous picture so that when he's in a meeting turns the page so we all now check our like if I go to him I will check the pockets of my jackets wow. afterwards and he'll check everything because that's so stressful though when you leave yeah um well she just sounds like an amazing character I think so 
you know, I'm really glad. I've got her on my phone. Do you want to hear? Yes, please. Let's hear. I've got, like, it's funny on my iTunes. I can't remember when I I found this, um, like, you know, like 10 seconds of her. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's funny because her voice changed. Like, as she got older, it went more like this. Yeah. But this is from, like, the 80s where I was working on a, living on a kibbutz. um, And uh, she, they used to send tapes. Oh, yeah, yeah. From home, like, how are you and stuff like that. Oh, my God. And here's a bit of her, like... Or is it sandwiched between Gregory Isaacs, the reggae star, and Grace Jones, his <laughs> grandma in the middle? So here's a bit of a let's see if I can get it on speak uh, thingy. <laughs> Hello, Robert. How are you? Hello. Good morning. I'm in your parents' house. I had a lovely uh, evening. It's now Saturday morning. And I'm enjoying myself with your lovely brother, John John. That's her. That's amazing. It's a lovely evening. I'm enjoying it with your brother. Yeah. So I got like I'm that. I'm so I'm so glad you played that. That's amazing. Is what it? amazing. Yeah. Any th- voice from the past to me is just it's yeah. still magic. Yeah. It's still magic that you can we can remember her yeah. and talk about her and then to be able to hear her say hello, hello Robert. Bobby. She sounds lovely. Yeah, she's funny. We normally say the name, but I'd just say Grandma, shall I? Grandma. Grandma. Well, thank you for coming in, Robert. And thank you, you very much for making me cry. That's <laughs> all right. You can follow Robert on Twitter at Robert Popper, or you can head to robertpopper.com for information on his massive back catalogue of great comedy. We'll be back in the autumn with more cheery chats about death, but if you want to talk grief before then, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Griefcast, or you can email us, thegriefcast at gmail.com. Music was provided by The Glue Ensemble, and the show was edited by Kate Holland, with thanks to Whistledown Studios. And remember, you are not alone. (laughs) Hello, Robert. How are you? Hello. Good morning. I'm in your parents' house. I had a lovely uh, evening. It's now Saturday morning. And I'm enjoying myself with your lovely brother, John John. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.